0: Whatever talking about like what happened.
1: I'm throwing paint at a wall.
0: I don't know. (laughs) There's no point in explaining. You're throwing paint at a wall, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. What what does that mean though? Yeah. You're saying yeah? Yeah. You're saying yeah, and that's not really answer like I've got a question that I'm asking. Hello? My headphones stopped working. <laughs> ah! Hello, welcome to Mutant Puke, the variety podcast where we're talking about scene music and pop culture. My name's Jake. I'm, uh,
1: Casey. Yeah, that's me up jackson that's him
0: and this is a podcast about music memes movies and all that good stuff what's going on fellas casey i just want to say you've been like is it a bit where you take a second to remember your name every time we (laughs) start the show or it's not
1: me trying to remember my name it's me trying to process the fact that you're telling me to say my name it's it's not
0: even a bit i just i'm just dumb I, I've i noticed it every week for a while now. You, you just, um, Casey? <laughs> That's all I hear.
1: I, I just keep forgetting we have to introduce ourselves each week. It's like, you know me. Most no. people know me. Someone <laughs> might like be listening for
0: the first time. And if you're a first time listener, thanks, so ma'am. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> We always start the show by reviewing some new albums that are out, so let's get down to it. We're gonna start with Nightlife's single EP type of thing, uh, Fallback. Nightlife is a soul punk band from Baltimore, Maryland uh, with Hansel Romero as vocals, Julian Lofton as guitar slash bass, and Isaiah Walker on drums. In the metalshell.net article, Nightlife is your new favorite band, author Wayne Waldrop says this, By fusing current top pop and R&B with modern rock and post-hardcore, the band is perfecting something many bands before them have only attempted. Since 2019, many bands went towards a sound fans call vibe metal. Some (laughs) succeeded while others fell flat on their face. Nightlife takes this concept and makes it sound more incredible than ever, while also sounding 100% organic and real. Nightlife, uh, I like their first DP New Low, I think it's called, uh, that came out last year, I believe, and I also really like this one. They they do call themselves Soul Punk, which, um, is that a good, is that a good, uh, description? Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah? It's it just... sounds
2: like if David was listening to Daft Punk for a while and tried to incorporate it to one song. <laughs>
0: Specifically, David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, God forbid David listens to uh, Daft Punk while doing Poltergeist. You're going to have a little, nightlife yeah. ripoff on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really. This is super clean in terms of production, which is all self produced, by the way. Uh, Hansel Romero on Twitter posts a lot about him working on. Uh, these songs, and whatever you fruity loops. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what people use. Uh, FL Studio. Uh.
1: That's that's fruity loops.
2: Okay. Yeah. FL fruity
0: loops. Oh my god. Whoa! <laughs> it, it suddenly clicked. You I did, I like, never know you that
1: heal. You could hear the puzzle piece like <laughs> click in <into> the <laughs> place the second he like figure that out. <laughs>
2: I I feel like it's been the staple of, like, artists' uh, software since, like, the 2000s.
0: Yeah, I had friends that would make techno music in high school on uh, FL, uh, pirated copies of FL Studios. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's either FL, Pro Tools, or uh, Reaper that most people use, just because those are the best, and Reaper's free. Reaper's not the best. Reaper sucks.
0: But it's free.
1: It is free. They tell you you got to pay for it, but you never have to.
0: <laughs> oh, is it like WinRAR? Yeah, it's Remember exactly WinRAR? Like that. I still use it, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. My Zip files? Mine zip can just, my thing. computer can just unzip it itself. Yeah, oh, well, you probably
2: use 7zip then.
0: I don't use 7zip. I the Windows unzips it. You can just extract things from zip files. Extract these notes. Uh, I know how computers <laughs> work. It. Come on. <laughs>
1: The Nightlife songs are very well produced, I think, and it's not really my, I don't know, I can't get into the whole soul punk, dance punk type of groove that a lot of people are into nowadays, but (laughs) I think it's well made. Yeah. My cancels runs a lot, but it's not something I can see myself at least revisiting, which isn't to say it's bad, it's just not my type of thing.
0: I mean, we will be revisiting it in a few weeks, I think. Uh, because this is just two singles off a five track EP. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to hear that. I I feel like Nightlife Type Beat and Fallback, both very good, both steps up from their last EP in terms of production and song writing, I guess. But it has the same overall vibe. So I'm interested to hear something like, a little bit off that vibe, if they do anything like that. I mean, they, there's no obligation <laughs> to make... There is
1: one thing I can give Nightlife over a lot of other of those soul punk bands is that this feels more genuine, you know? It doesn't feel yeah. like a trend. It feels like something they just genuinely wanted to create because of, like, the music they've listened to in their childhoods and, types yeah. and what they listened to in their teenage years and what they wanted to combine, I guess.
0: Sometimes I listen to a song... And it feels like I've known it my whole life, but not, like, in a bad way. Yeah? Does that make sense? Like, like Fallback... It feels familiar. Yeah, Fallback feels very familiar, and it feels like I've known it for a long time. Like, it just fit in my head. Um, Yeah, we can see that. Yeah. Their last uh, EP had a cover of Lonely, that song, I Don't Want to Be Lonely No More. It's really good. Uh, That's Nightlife... (laughs)
1: <laughs> you still down to go to the gym
2: tonight? Yeah, that's fine.
1: Okay, cool. Going I'm going to go to the, the Weller's show, but then I'll
0: uh, I'll be home before 12. So 12? <laughs> you guys are going at like midnight? Yeah.
2: Like, uh, I mean, we used to go at like 3 in the morning, remember?
0: Yeah, that was right after high school. Yeah. I don't think I've been awake at 3 in the morning for <laughs> like two years or something. Well, aren't you a
2: lucky son of a bitch? Well, <laughs>
0: I mean, it means I wake up early in the morning. It's not... (laughs) Because of my budding alcoholism, I'm always awake at 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) God damn it. You said it, not me. (laughs) He did say it last episode. Okay, let's talk about Banks Arcade, and I'm going to play the song Spark. Spark. that was spark by banks arcade they are post metalcore located in australia i think they're technically from new zealand and they moved to australia maybe there's just not like a big enough like not enough people to really grow your band or something in new zealand i don't know but the band is joshua o'donnell on vocals Jason Meadows on guitars, Harlan Allen-Jones on bass, and James Feeks on drums. In the Kerrang! review of Future Lovers, the album we're talking about, Aaliyah Chaudry said, Across Mm -hmm. these 13 tracks, Banks Arcade has shown they can mix up sounds in a fresh way, leaning far into those styles, so that the heavy parts are still heavy. It's a decent debut that paves the way for future offerings. What are your guys' initial thoughts on this record, Future Lovers, by Banks Arcade?
1: I don't know much about metalcore because I'm not big on the genre, but well, I like post-metal.
0: Yeah, it does say it's post-metalcore. Yeah, which,
1: post is a weird descriptor to use, but that's beyond the besides the point. But yeah. <laughs> these guys, in a way, kind of remind me of, like, I mean, like, Loathe is a big one, I guess, to say, but... In my head, whenever I was listening to this, it reminded me of like an older post metal band called Neurosis. Really? Yeah, like the riffs and like the tone and just like the way the songwriting was structured kind of reminded me of them. The vocals, not at all, because Neurosis' vocalist Scott Kelly sounds like a fucking. (laughs) Sounds like a fucking demon. This guy does not. I think that's why I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Mostly because it just reminded me a lot of Neurosis, and I think post metal as a genre is just kind of. Boring nowadays, but this kept me engaged for most of the album.
0: I like felt totally different. I mean, I don't know what Neurosis sounds like, but I got total like bring me the horizon vibes from this record. Like, it felt super inspired by uh, their recent stuff they've been doing. The production, especially, like uh, all the effects and stuff, just gave me plus like the combination of like rapping occasionally and metal. I just got mad. Bring Me the Horizon vibes from it, which, I I mean, I like Bring Me the Horizon, so I enjoyed this record a ton, uh, and in some ways I like it a little bit more than other Bring Me the Horizon stuff, or Bring Me the Horizon stuff, rather.
2: I never really listened to metalcore, post-metalcore, pre-metalcore, in <laughs> between metalcore. I think it's solid. Yeah, I don't really have any complaints for it. Maybe if I listen to more of this genre, I could actually pinpoint uh, specifics... Or compare it with other contemporaries, but.
0: I've never even heard of post metal core, so I don't. Yeah, this is the first time I've <laughs> ever heard of that. Like,
2: post metal? I got That's that
0: a... from a uh, article, so I mean, it might just be like. I whatever. mean, what is the
2: difference between what is so post about a uh, genre?
0: Uh... Originally,
1: it meant just like bucking uh, traditional songwriting trends. So, like, instead of verse, chorus, verse, chorus type of deal, it would just do, you know, whatever the fuck it wanted. It would forego the whole normal way you would do songwriting and lyrics and even, like, just techniques you would use on an instrument. But nowadays, I have no idea what the fuck it means.
0: Metalcore is pretty cut and dry. You know, I know people love it. I'm not disparaging it, but it's pretty simple. So, I didn't find this to be, like, in the same shape of metalcore, but maybe they share sounds. I
1: can see the metal core, uh, word. I can see it being metal core, but at the same time, it's like, I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I honestly have no idea where I would it's put it. It's just this genre dic- discussion. <laughs> Who cares?
1: Yeah, genres are good, unless it's you know what? Let me rephrase that genres are good for like stupidly specific styles of metal, yeah, and EDM.
0: Yeah, genres are just there to help you find other bands that sound like the band you like they're nothing to live by uh it should be <laughs> some songs i liked spark i love the chorus to spark it's probably my favorite song on the record the song right after spark be someone i also really like that and the closer uh wine i thought it was like the strongest song on the album yeah it's real it's i like spark more but it first of all it sounds kind of completely different than everything else it's got to me like kind of The chorus, anyway, has, like, a, like, brand new, old, brand new the band, I mean, older emo type of vibe, which just, um, just sounds really unique in the context of the album. They kind of switch it up. Yeah, I can see that, actually. I don't feel it so much in, like, the verses, but the chorus itself feels like a really classic old emo chorus. Banks Arcade, cool stuff. Be paying attention to them in the future. Okay, let's talk chat pile. What clip should we play, Casey? I'll let you pick. Uh, I like Tropical Be- Beaches Inc. Okay, play trop trop. Let's Tropical play
1: Tropical Beaches. Yeah, Inc. Incorporated.
0: Okay, chat pile. Sludge Metal from Oklahoma City. All the members use pseudonyms. So, Raygun Bush is on vocals. Luther Manhole is on guitar. Sten, just Sten, is on bass. And Cap'n Ron is on the drums. In a Pitchfork review of God's Country, the album we're also talking about, Philip Sherburne said, Terrifying and thrilling in equal measure, the debut album from the Oklahoma City sludge metal band is a vivid rendering of the towering piles of poison littering America's psychic landscape. I like that uh, description. Uh, (laughs) So this is totally out of my realm of usual listening. I'm just going to direct Casey to lead the conversation because he is a weirdo.
1: You listen to you listen to diddly weedly music. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> weedly weedly. Not nah, diddly weedly. Uh, anyways, I would never heard of Chapelle before like two weeks ago, because I saw a few bands I followed like start posting about them on like Insta and Twitter, and I loved the uh, I loved the album art because it was very the album you art. know it's sh- yeah the album art is just like of a city. Or like of an industrial section of a city, I it's guess. Probably
0: of Oklahoma City, if I had to guess.
1: Yeah, and Oklahoma City is like most of the Midwest—boring <laughs> and depressing I've... and oppressive, which yeah leads me great in for uh... music, yeah, and the arts in general. But um, <clears throat> this band, like, it, they remind me of like a lot of other bands that I uh, come out within the last few years. Shit like Imperial Triumphant, shit like Pyrrhon, and like a Scottish band called Ash Inspire, who's also pretty new, in that they they're like this kind of extreme metal that talks about how capitalism and the way that the world is being ran is kind of ruining not just us as people but the planet around us. And this album kind of paints a picture like those other albums do of like an industrial city starting to fail, which mm-hmm. is something I love about these albums. It's very much something that helps you, kind of, uh, or not really helps you, but it, for lack of better description, it helps paint a picture in your head with the music and the lyrics being told of some, of just like dour, kind of downtrodden Midwest American town or Oklahoma City in this case.
0: It's a little bit it's, like uh, Die on Mars. I'm talking yeah, like about how, Georgia.
1: Yeah, exactly. A lot of these albums are starting to give, like, I feel like a lot of my favorite albums recently have been giving, like, vivid descriptions of the place that those bands are from and, like, the problems with them. And they talk about it in such a way that it's easy to visualize and it almost, like, it almost makes you, like, disgusted in a way from what these people have not just experienced, but the fact that like they can paint such a vivid picture in few words with the music being like told. Like it, it's like a soundtrack to an apocalypse. Yeah, or an I already did, happened apocalypse. I did right?
0: write in my um notes that to me it felt like a movie score almost, which I don't know if you share that sentiment, but it I had can like of, an epic I, vibe. Yeah.
1: I would not use the word epic to describe it, but I can definitely see what you mean by like <laughs> not a epic movie as soundtrack. like in
0: good, but <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can definitely see what you mean by, like, a kind of movie soundtrack.
0: Yeah. Kind of guys... like oh yeah, go ahead.
1: Eli's Book type of shit.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Or the Book of Eli, there yeah. we go, that's the
0: movie. <laughs> do you guys know what a chat pile is? Uh,
1: I looked up a little bit, and I know it had something to do with, like, Oklahoma group chats or some shit like that.
0: What? No. Uh, I thought it was an internet thing, too, but a chat pile mm-hmm. is, like... I don't know if it's radioactive, but, like, toxic remnants of mining they did for World War One or something. Hmm. Because they mined the fuck out of Oklahoma City uh, for bullets, like, materials to make bullets. Yeah. And there's some sort of, like, runoff material, I guess, called chat. And then it, you know, it piled up into chat piles. It definitely ties in with what you're talking about, being so connected Bucking to the
2: land to kill your fellow human. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty metal, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. What do you think they made an album? Why do you think they're like named after it? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't get the vibe. They like it. <laughs> they don't like it. No, but metal's never been about writing things you like. Hmm. I
0: did. I did get some Nirvana vibes. On one of the tracks. Yeah,
1: they have a very interesting stylistic, like, combination of, like, sludge metal. Because I hear a lot of, like, the riffs remind me, not really of, like, the misanthropic side of sludge metal. Shit like Thou or Indian or Dragged into Sunlight. But more like the more modern sludge, which is, like, Primitive Man or fucking Vile Creature. Which are the only two I can think of right now.
0: Or hell, even Full of Hell. Can you explain why it's called Sludge? Why? Yeah.
2: No.
1: It's like, okay, so there's doom metal, right? Yeah. Which gives you a foreboding sense of doom. <laughs> yeah. But sludge is just that, but like mixed with hardcore punk, hmm. essentially. So uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why it's called sludge metal, but I guess it's because it's kind of doomy, but it's kind of not. It's kind of creepy. My, metal genre names are dumb.
2: <laughs> Why is it called slam metal? It's not slam poetry. They're just going making pick noises.
1: <laughs> did my internet go out?
0: What? It totally did, didn't it? I can hear you. Can you hear me? No. I'm asking Casey if you can hear me. Oh sorry. Can you hear me? No. no. Oh. I hear his mic. Hello? My internet went out. I could hear you though. Oh wait, what? Yeah, I heard you walking around. Oh,
1: my! Hitter. I could not hear you two at all.
0: Really? Yeah, for some reason my like
2: Spotify stopped, which I normally only happens way. because my internet
0: goes out. Oh, I think my internet just went out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. it's this been. Awkward, this is going to be an awkward episode. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep all that in. I. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break real quick and be right back. Your your birthday is the 16th, isn't it, Jackson? Or is it the 18th?
1: No. Dude, happy birthday. It is neither. Neither? Yeah, no. It's the 17th, idiot. I know, no,
0: it's, it's not the 17th. Not. It's the 23rd. Where's Facebook? <laughs>
2: Remember that one show where there's like, this is a dude named Kyle? Uh, he was born like out of nowhere. He has no belly button. <laughs> what? He was just born into existence. Hmm. <laughs>
0: No. I've never heard of that.
2: I, I'm need this is like a mid 2000s uh, series. I think it was on WB.
0: He doesn't have a belly button.
2: Yeah. Oh, Kyle man. XY. Kyle. 2006 ABC. My bad.
0: Kyle XY. What I is, don't know why. What I is, is the that... plot of the show then?
2: I don't know every single promo image is just him sh- sh- like lifting up his shirt and sh- not showing a belly button <laughs> i guess we know what it's about that's uh <laughs> i remember i think i just keep seeing like ads for this when i was like watching my name is earl when i was still on air but i think he was just born uh he was not born like traditionally through like a mother
0: uh-huh
2: it was just like he just existed <laughs> so like jesus oh probably
0: i don't know What the hell is happening? Lady. Is it August 28th? Who'd win in a fight? No. Fuck. I can't find your birthday anywhere. It's
2: it's okay. Who'd win in a fight? Eddie or Lady?
0: Eddie the guinea pig? Yeah. Uh, I think Eddie. It depends on... Honestly, I think same. August 15th, you piece piece of shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Except it's great.
1: This episode might be the messiest we've ever done
0: it's And that's
1: only because of Like the fucking thing <sighs> Anytime someone says Like the name Eddie My first two thoughts are like pro wrestlers For some reason Okay <laughs> Yeah cause I don't know why There's just like a ton of wrestlers With the name Eddie Like there's Eddie Guerrero There's Eddie Kingston That's about it uh,
2: You just mixed up uh, Eddie Van Halen and the Kings together
1: no, no, Eddie Kingston's a real person. I'm pretty sure that's his actual name. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know professional wrestling's fake, either.
2: He was a wrestler, he doesn't know it was
1: fake. No, he's still doing it. I'm pretty sure kayfabe's just not a real thing for him. It's like an actor trying to method act, but they get so into the character that it just becomes them. Welcome
0: back from the break. I'm pretty sure he's killed a dude before.
2: Oh, yeah, Is we're that back. Is true, Jake?
0: Is what true?
2: You killed a man. <laughs> with your bare fists.
0: Look... And oh. a chancla. If you want to know where I was June 2nd, 2001.
2: You one. You're probably sucking on your thumb.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? I would have been five, I think. Yeah? Yeah? I wasn't sucking on my thumb.
2: You were Was three it years sucking old. on your
0: middle finger then? <laughs> my middle finger? Yeah. Um. No, I was probably like in kindergarten or something. Uh, covering my ears when other people would use the pencils. 2001?
2: (laughs) You were like, not even four years old then.
0: I'm, I'm advanced. Yeah. How old are you right now? (sighs) Ageless. You're like 25, right? (laughs) I
1: think. He's. 26?
2: I'm 26. He's 25.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm 25. I think he's 29. Mm, Fuck off. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) boomerangs.
0: I've seen Uh... a number of films...
2: There's a lot of... Uh, you want to talk a lot about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I see.
0: Yeah. Well, me and a group of friends, we played uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, the new video game. That's like a throwback beat-em-up uh, type of thing. So there were six of us, so we were able to play a six-player game of this. Uh, so there's all four turtles you can play as, and then... There's Splinter. What about the fifth one? Well, she's not in it. Uh, but the, there's also... It's based off the old cartoon. Uh, there's also Splinter and... Fuck, what's her name? April O'Neil. No Casey Jones? Uh, when you beat the game, you get Casey Jones.
2: No, Milo oh. Uh Whatever her name was.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Milo DeVilo. Uh,
2: DeVenus.
0: Venus, <laughs> Venus DeMilo? Milo. I, I just told you the Venos. okay jackson for the listener who wants to know is referencing the fear no. is referencing the fifth female ninja turtle featured only on teenage Mutant ninja turtles the next mutation tv show uh which There's was fifth ninja turtle for this tv show only that was created by saban who also creates power rangers <laughs> Which opened up the show to have a Power Rangers Ninja Turtles crossover episode.
2: I remember we watched that.
0: Yeah, I made a little video about it. And like he said, an fuck
2: edit. Saban, they can suck my millimeter, Peter. <laughs> you wrote worked. that on
1: my account. No, I hmm? was there, he did say that.
2: Yeah, I looked at the comment and said, Jake said this.
0: <laughs> I was there whenever Jake said it out loud.
2: Yeah. You guys, this is at your old house, too,
0: not co- forming a coherent story whatsoever. But anyway, that's yeah. I'm talking about the fucking Shredder's Revenge, not that. That shit, uh, Shredder's Revenge, it was pretty fun. We beat the whole game in one sitting. Uh, we played it on easy because we started playing on like the hardest difficulty because we were like, hey, there's six of us. It should still be pretty easy. It was not. Uh, this game is bullshit on many levels. <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, w- what's the level of bullshit? It can get into the 8s, mm. um, but uh. easy mode made it manageable to win. So that's what we did. It was really fun. You go, you fight a bunch of classic enemies. The animations are incredible. It's all pixel art. Uh, I think maybe it's made by the people that made the Scott Pilgrim video game
1: oh like that old beat 'em up thing yeah
0: but yeah it's super fun i'm glad i played it why are you saying element <laughs> you're <laughs> laughing at the meme yeah why do you why do you do this <laughs> why is this the time <laughs> mid-podcast it's a great meme lactose and dollar people when you drop an atomic bomb near them that's they die just like everyone else just like i will one day <laughs>
1: We all have to cross that bridge when we get to it.
0: I don't want (laughs) to. Yeah, but anyway, fucking, fucking, fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So,
1: is the game, like, comparable to the old NES games, kind of?
0: I don't fucking know. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I'm sorry. Once I, again, petting the mic, pretending it's you. It's okay, sweet child. I don't like that noise it's producing.
2: <laughs> Jake, I'm gonna blow gently into your ears. I hope that calmed you down.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: it helps a lot.
1: Thanks. I'm glad. So you, how's Digimon survive? I know you got it. I know Sierra got it too.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to do an episode. Me, Jamie, and Sierra, uh, both of those people are from will sales ahead the band if you don't know um great band yeah great band great game it's it's like half a visual novel half tactical rpg i am not very far into it i i've just been really busy this week editing shit so i had i'm planning on spending more time with it this weekend hopefully just enjoying it more it's fun like the battling's fun you can make friends with the other Digimon, so it's not like you only have your one Digimon or whatever, like in the show you have essentially like a team of six
2: you become you, friends with them,
0: yeah, you can befriend enemy Digimon.
2: I don't trust some kid befriending like Angelomon
0: <laughs> well i <laughs> I don't know if you can befriend befriend Angelomon, but uh that <laughs> what. Deputymon,
2: or deputy mon or Depumon, Dep- the, the the sheriff guy that's just a big gun
0: yeah Deputymon, a classic character don't know if he's in the game the animations for them look really cool they're like twined 2d animations like if you look at those dgd music videos of visualizers or whatever like how the fruits move it's kind of like is how the digimon anaconda move. in it no angela anaconda is in the fucking digimon game jackson why would Which she, she be in the game? Into,
2: because in the short she becomes a Digimon.
0: Yeah, and it made my parents divorce. What of it? Who gives a <laughs> fuck?
2: I don't think that's what caused the divorce. It
0: is. Of course it also,
2: is. did you I found out uh the reason why Isaac from The Binding of Isaac is so young is because that was the age uh Edmund McMuffin was had his parents divorce.
0: Make who? McMillan. The game creator Edmund McMillan. Oh, poor him! <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah.
2: Why don't you make a game about your parents' divorce? <laughs>
0: because they didn't divorce; <laughs> they never got married. I don't. I don't or, understand or their, their
2: breakup or whatever.
0: Well, uh, sure. I don't know. <laughs> this is a stupid conversation. I'm upset. You brought it up. I feel violent.
2: <laughs> Jake's gonna start swinging. <laughs>
0: Well, the moment I swing, my fucking headphones will disconnect, so it's like...
2: Give me your family plan with your Switch so I can play N64 games.
0: I'm not on a a family plan, you dumbass.
2: (laughs) I will grab your Switch while you're playing N64 and throw it down the stairs. So Digimon Survivor is pretty good so far?
0: Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. It's got Digimon. If you get the game... I feel the game. I the hope first so. Month. I'd
2: hate for it to launch and it just be like Pogs <laughs> with Alf.
1: Could you imagine? Where's an Alf video game at? That
2: Never. was a thing. Like that was like there. That, there were Alf games. I forgot.
1: Dude, do you guys remember those fucking like games you would get in cereal boxes?
2: Yeah, I got Roller Coaster Tycoon. I still have it.
1: Yeah, there were like some shitty games with uh like the mascots. Checks Quest. Y- yeah, yeah, like Chex Quest, or like... That's free on I, Steam. Is yeah. it, actually?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, remastered.
1: It's by a
0: Doom ripoff.
1: But then there was, like, that uh, Honeycomb Bunches of Oats <laughs> thing.
2: Honey Bunches of Oats.
1: That thing, yeah. There was, like, the Honeycomb's Honeycomb. is a
2: different thing. You
1: no, know, wait, I'm thinking of the Honeycomb things, then. I'm... Yeah, there was,
2: <laughs> like, a Honeycomb
1: game, and there was, like, one for uh, the, the Leprechaun, for the Fruity Pebbles,
2: or whatever he's on lucky charms
0: what the yeah, fuck those. is happening i i don't know
2: cereal fruity pebbles has fred flintstone i
0: don't know cereal <laughs> i really don't know cereal i don't
1: i get generic brand cereal man come on
2: does
0: anyone else <laughs> remember playing a honeycomb themed space pc game that came inside a honeycomb cereal box in the late 90s
2: i do not like honeycomb cereal so I did not. I'm
0: pretty sure it was in space. There was lava, underground caves. I swear I remember Hang something on. like this, dude. <laughs> the the Reddit comments only just mentioned Check's quest. <laughs> I don't know. There's a video game on Steam called Honeycomb. That's what just keeps coming up. Dude, I swear. Are you IMDs? thinking of
2: Catacombs 3D? No,
1: no, no. Did that come in a fucking cereal box?
2: Catacomb 3D? No. Yeah.
1: Then no, I'm not thinking of that. Thinking of shit that came in a cereal box, man. Uh, this is one of the dumbest. That's Captain Crunch.
0: <laughs> wait, wait! Oh my god, do you recognize also I, know that? What about, I I actually I do remember that. that. Okay, I
2: sent. <laughs> it's basically just like you get these abominations and you like train them it was by like feeding the... them uh, Captain Crunch cereal, and then they do like Olympics.
1: Captain it was like Crunch, the... It was like that chow mini game from Sonic Adventure. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. God, this is unlocking a lot of memories I repressed as a child. Oh, It's real. I knew it was real. I knew I
0: wasn't going crazy. Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventure. Oh my God, that's the worst 3D rendering of a. This Cap'n is like Crunch. 2000. But why would you even make it? Oh my God, what the fuck? They got gremlins. Yeah, dude. Those are the Crunchlings. <laughs> Ooh, peanut butter crunch. <laughs> I do like gross. the peanut butter crunch. What the fuck? That's good. Yeah. Peanut
2: butter is so fucking gross, I'm sorry. Really? You don't like peanut butter? Oh, it looks like shit, smells like shit, tastes like shit. Are you a Nutella guy? I swear to God, if
1: you're a Nutella uh, guy.
2: Okay, you know I what, don't care true. about Nutella.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. When, I we worked, I have that opinion.
0: when we worked in an office together, someone asked Jackson to buy chocolates like i don't know they were always uh-huh. fucking soliciting us to buy chocolate bars and shit
2: uh at the... oh you mean one of the higher-ups i don't know i don't i know who you're talking about i think yeah i think i did buy chocolate one time
0: well she offered you she said you said what what you got and they were like almonds and peanut butter you were like i'm allergic to peanut butter <laughs> yeah that's
2: pretty much the, it's easier to say i'm allergic than saying i don't like peanut butter 'Cause they would say, What? You don't like peanut butter? But it just looks and tastes so gross. Why don't you like it? I don't think it would say like, that. I don't know. I give like someone like I remember at times with my dad where like he ate like a bunch of fucking peanut butter and crackers and would <laughs> talk to me and his breath just putrid, and, like I just can't talk to him.
1: I like how we're unlocking Jackson backstory because of fucking peanut butter of all things.
2: <laughs> Finally. It's just it's just gross, sorry. If you like peanut butter, cool, you know. So I like eating shit sometimes. You know, <laughs> I eat bad foods.
1: Yeah, they have a fetish. Uh,
2: w- w- what's a terrible food? Uh, those those cheese puffs? Those puffy cheese. Papa in- John's. Cheetos?
1: Someone someone who agrees.
2: Those are terrible, but I eat them. Cheese puffs? From Cheetos? I can't stand those. Yeah. Not the
1: Cheetos They ones. go
0: hard. Well, actually, both of them. Are you talking about cheese are balls? The pirate's
2: booties? Yeah, the cheese balls. I mean, yeah, the cheese balls. Tell us about the cheese balls.
0: Bruh, after swimming, cheese balls kind of hit, and you can't deny that. Oh, yeah,
2: that's what happens after you swim. It's like you're... I think it's the only physical activity where you're actually hungrier after doing it. I remember reading a study about it.
1: I like to eat fruit while I'm in a pool. Really? Yeah. Like I don't here. know why. It. It's like if I'm just floating in a pool and I got an orange, like it just hits harder. <laughs> and you don't have to wash anything because you're already in water, so you just whoop, down all the orange juice off of you and into the pool. It's someone else's problem now.
0: What, do you get orange juice all over yourself when you eat an orange? You got to peel that bitch. Yeah. Tell me you don't get good oranges
1: I... that have the juice already coming off of it.
0: <laughs> I guess not. Somebody's <laughs> got
1: to teach you how to get good oranges, man. Yeah,
0: teach me, master. <laughs> teach me, sensei. Uh, that's kind of racially motivated. Oh, my God. No, it's mm. not. It's kind of fucked I up. I literally forgot mm. you're half Asian. Literally mm. forgot. That's, so. that's, even more, that's even more fucked up. What the Fuck. <laughs> so I watched a movie called Marcel the Shell with Shoes On.
2: Marcel the Shell with Shoes On.
0: Yeah. It's this little one-inch. So it's a one-inch shell with a googly eye and two little sneakers. And it can walk and talk. And his name is Marcel. Just call
2: him Marcel the incel. I think it's better. (laughs) No,
0: no, Marcel would never be an incel. First of all, I will protect Marcel with my life. So Marcel is this little guy, this little one-inch shell, and he lives in this house with his grandmother. And there used to be, like, a whole community of these shells. It's, like, shells and also, like, little knickknacks with faces on them. It's really strange. But they all disappeared one day, essentially. So it's just Marcel and his grandma, and this guy that's living in the Airbnb that Marcel and his grandma also live in. They're one inch tall, mind you, so you know they don't take up much space. It's what like channel is this on
2: or streaming <laughs> it's service? It's movie.
0: It it was in the theater. It's not on streaming yet. Uh, Marcel and his grandmother are animated. Uh, stop motion. So, like, they're real to a degree, which is very cool. Like, the animation is so smooth and good-looking. Uh, and the whole story, it's like a slice-of-life thing almost. Like, there is a plot driving the story, but it's, like, in the background. This movie was very much about vibes and, like, learning to move on and accept change. I really loved it (laughs) I think it's really good it's I think my number three favorite movie right now out from 2022 yeah I highly recommend it it's it's really cute so a woman voices Marcel kind of like how a woman voices Bart Simpson or a woman voices Pikachu and the guy in the movie that's like documenting Marcel the, the lady who plays Marcel and the guy in the movie documenting Marcel in real life were married and got divorced before this movie was made. And this movie itself is about the main character getting a divorce from his wife. It so, really hits home. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny <laughs> or Everything weird. Everything comes back around. <laughs> it doesn't hit home. <laughs> Not for me. Maybe if it was, like, a movie about being a bastard child with a <laughs> shitty dad. That's how you really feel, man. <laughs> and then the other movie I watched uh, recently was called Not Okay, which is a was Hulu it. movie. Uh, it was better than okay. <laughs> uh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's about this piece of shit girl that decides that she wants to be popular online <laughs> So she, like, edits a bunch of pictures of herself in Paris and, like, puts it on Instagram and stuff. And she kind of, like, is getting traction, like, getting some likes and stuff. But then a terrorist attack happens in Paris and everyone thinks she's in Paris. Like, she posts a photo of herself at a monument, like, five minutes before a bomb went off there.
2: It's kinda of too real. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, a little bit too real. It's like a a dark comedy. I mean,
2: I think wasn't there there was an attack there <clears throat> I yeah. wanna say like many like ten years ago?
0: It, I thought it was based off a real attack, but it doesn't appear to be. I think it's a fictional terrorist. Fu- that would be attack. so uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be uh probably for the best.
1: Just uh, <laughs> a tiny bit fucked. Yeah. If it was, like, based off or used a real event. Um, Just a little bit. Yeah, it would be. Just a lot of it, actually.
0: What am I saying?
2: Let's make a movie about a real event that people died, but it stars about the traumas of this white woman.
0: Well, can you listen? Genius. (laughs) No. Because it's not, like, sympathetic to her. She's clearly the villain of the story by the end of it. Like, she never gets redemption. She never... She's
1: a piece of shit who stays a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. She, like... Quote-unquote tries to be better, but really the best thing she can do is just walk away. Which, I mean, y- you watch a movie and see what happens. But it's also got another character which who she befriends, who is like this girl who's a little bit younger than her that's like an activist. She's basically like a fictionalized version of um that Parkland shooting guy, David Hogg. In this- Parkland
2: shooting... I don't I, think he's the one that did the shooting, but I get what you're saying. Is
0: that what I said? No. <laughs>
2: it's it kind of sounds like <laughs> uh, it. I'm
0: saying she's a fictionalized version of David Hogg who is a gun rights activist uh person or gun ban activist, I don't know. But yeah, she she's like a public speaker essentially and she becomes friends with this white girl main character and uh yeah, she's like the best part of the movie pretty much. She becomes a real hero of the story. And, um, yeah, it's a good movie. It sounds bad on paper. The trailer (laughs) does not make it look any better, but people are calling it, like, um, the female version of Dear Evan Hansen, and I think it's much better done than that film overall. It had some really good funny moments as well. Well, uh, Maybe
2: you'll feel about frogs.
0: About frogs? Yeah. I like frogs. Claudia's frog, Hercules, died. When? Oh. Well, we gave him to her brother Thomas. <sighs> and for the internet. Hello. 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 This episode fucking sucks. Yeah. So. Fuck I that. think it's a good
2: episode. <laughs> I think the
1: episode's good. It's just that we've been getting like technical problems.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So. Not uh, me though, because uh, <laughs> I'm fucking radical, dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're cool as hell.
1: You're the reason Radical Heights is a thing.
0: Yeah, we gave um.
1: What, I God. completely forgot about
2: that shit. What the hell?
0: What was <laughs> Radical Heights? Bad.
2: It was a uh, Battle Royale that was popular for like.
0: Oh, two, Radical uh, Heights.
2: Three seconds and then uh, died.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember.
2: Only to be rivaled by uh, The Calling 2. <laughs> oh, With... The Calling 2 did a speed
1: run on like online games that die quick.
2: Yeah, I think it lasted a week before the server shut down. That's yeah, what, it was insane. at most a week.
0: But yeah, Hercules, we gave it to Claudia's brother Thomas and um he died, I guess. I, not because Thomas was not taking care of him. He actually took uh, you know really good care of him. Um but yeah, he it was just his froggy time to die, I guess. Damn. So rip yeah, to frogs real don't really
2: home. have
1: frogs don't have that long of a lifespan, right? I I
0: have no fucking clue.
1: <laughs> they live about as long as they a will be longer than rats, I'm pretty
0: sure. Nice fan of a frog. What's crazy is that in the movie Frankenweenie, when he goes to the sim- the pet cemetery, there's a tombstone with a frog on it, and it says Hercules. That blew my mind when I saw it. Because we didn't name the frog after that. Like We just named him Hercules. After what? Hercules? Just, yeah, after Hercules, the uh, Greek god or whatever. Greek hero, Getting I mean. Um, okay, last thing I want to talk about is I, HBO Max may be dissipated and added. Like all the HBO Max stuff will be added to Discovery because Discovery bought Warner Brothers. This is like <laughs> this is like the prime example of streaming going wrong. I think. Because HBO Max is without a doubt the best streaming app uh, in terms of quality and even original content. I think it has such a content. leg up. Yeah. Such a leg up over oh, Netflix and the like. So this happening is like a big strike for streaming, watching people, I guess. What the
2: Batgirl thing?
0: Yeah. Batgirl also, it's not completed. A lot of people are saying it's like a done movie. It's not. The director said there was plenty to do in terms of post-production. But Warner Brothers is just not going to put it out on anything for tax purposes. They'll make more money, apparently, by not putting it out than putting it out. Same thing really? with a Scoob prequel movie that they were going to put on HBO Max.
2: Out of all the like Scooby-Doo things that they released over the years, like I'm surprised this is the one that never gets released.
0: Uh, I don't know what is going on over there. I don't know what's not getting canceled. It from the leaks. It sounds like Discovery wants to do way more reality content, and they're like cutting seventy oh, no. percent of the staff that works on. That's you know kind of like the content. same thing
2: that happened to Cartoon Network in two thousand nine. Remember when they like laid off employees and started doing that like
0: live action reality? Stuff, yeah.
2: It's probably the worst, uh, worst time of that channel.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have love for destroy, rebuild, destroy and shit now, but that was like I, one show, I, and it I mean, was all like, they played. <laughs>
2: I just remember Andrew WK. And that's it.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't. I mean, I, didn't I know that guy was a musician for the
2: longest time. Yeah, I had no he idea he started out as a musician. Hello.
0: Yeah, yeah I didn't know. We that. didn't know I, that. I didn't know. I didn't know who what he was. He doesn't play music on Destroy, Rebuild, Destroy. Yeah, if you've never terrible. heard yeah, of I him, thought. why would you know? I mean, him? I
2: have beforehand. He was on Aqua Teen doing music <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> I was
1: like nine when that shit came out,
0: man. Yeah, I was not watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force.
2: <laughs> I was when I was nine.
1: <laughs> that's because you had better but... taste and better parents.
0: Yeah, don't, don't you always talk about how your sister was into Naruto like two years before it came to America or something?
2: Back in the day of dial-up internet, <laughs> not really, but just had a pirate shit on a blank DVD and watch it together.
0: I think your childhood. God, I... <laughs> what? What just happened? God. No, I'm
2: trying to. Pl- I'm trying to play this frog game, but like, <laughs> I bought it on a Switch, and uh, the awesome Joy-Con drifts just make me spawn and immediately fall off the edge. <laughs>
0: Wait, is that the frog gun game you're talking? You were talking about. Yeah. Okay. You, so you're playing a game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you, you haven't brought it I to the multitask. table. Before I did bring it to the table. When did you bring it to the table?
2: Uh, during our text.
0: <laughs> not, we have a document to bring things to the table.
2: Yeah, a document. Bring <laughs> I mean, on it. The show. No, I didn't bring it up. I brought up Hercules. That's true. That's good enough.
0: Tell me about the gun, the frog gun. Is that what it's called? Uh,
2: Fro-gun? Frog gun? Frog gun. Frog gun.
0: What is it? What it, kind frog. of game is it? It makes it's me like, think of like, like a, Frogger, but with a gun. No. It's obviously oh.
2: supposed to be like a PS1 era platformer. Yeah. With how it's like art direction and all that.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely getting You're that just, vibe. Like uh, Ape Escape, kind of.
2: Yeah, pretty much. That's what the characters look like.
0: <laughs> so what do you uh, do?
2: It's is, basically just like a puzzle plat not really a puzzle platformer but like a platformer with puzzle elements yeah we go around and you have this frog gun that you stole from your parents (laughs) Okay. you're this little uh young girl with buck teeth yeah and uh a big old smile named renata (laughs) she took a frog gun that lets her stick to walls and like spider-man jump to them or like pick things up and toss them
0: is it like a -a collect-a-thon yeah cool I might get Do this. you guys see that can...
1: shit where like they started using dead spiders to pick things up?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, necrobots.
1: Yeah, I don't know why, but like you talking about the frog being used to stick to walls and shit immediately made me think of that.
2: They literally—it's on Steam too. It's like eleven dollars. Yeah, I think I'll definitely fun. be picking that. I got it on Switch because I—I uh, I don't know. I didn't think the Joy-Con drifts would be that bad, <laughs> but I, I seem to be dying a lot because. of it.
0: <laughs> the the spider thing, so if you haven't seen it, it's scientists like turned a dead spider into a grabber claw, essentially like one of those little dinosaur head claws you would get at the dollar store to grab things far away. They made that, but yeah. with a dead spider, and they're calling it a necrobot.
2: Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all the... I saw that. Oh sweet man-made horrors beyond my comprehension
1: (laughs) dude apparently there's even more man-made horrors um because one of my friends just sent me an article from the new york times i think or something hold up let me see if i can find it but essentially they revived dead pigs what yeah to do what (laughs) to be alive our community yeah okay it was a screenshot of a twitter thing about the new york times about this fucking article Okay. So, it's essentially like scientists revived the cells in dead pig's organs. So they revived like brain cells and then they started reviving like more of the dead cells in, you know, the rest of the organs like That's the another heart.
2: game. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, dead cells is great, but that's that's not what I'm talking about here. But yeah, like they're all I'm saying is necromancy is 5 like years away now.
0: Let's fucking go. This is I hope
1: <laughs> nobody revives me whenever the scientist necromancers start to rule the world. <laughs> Leave me dead.
2: <laughs> Bring me back Who's immediately. What? I just think of like the Diablo like class, the necromancer behind <laughs> all this.
1: Yeah, like these scientists fucking I sound like one of those right-wing conspiracy (laughs) nuts by saying these scientists.
0: These dang old scientists.
2: You hear about the Alex Jones shit going on? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dude.
0: His (laughs) lawyer Uh, accidentally exposed him. He lied (laughs) under oath. (laughs) Sometimes there is
1: karma in the world. (laughs) Yeah,
0: fuck him.
2: That's what I'm saying. I just remember, like, about his divorce, uh trial like years ago mm-hmm. he was saying like he couldn't remember some events because he had a big bowl of chili that
0: night <laughs> damn that's a good ass excuse you ever have chili and just forget <coughs> bless you uh, no thank
1: you
2: i, I just think a chili is like boomer food yeah yeah like the cracker barrel
0: i'm so glad i didn't yeah, like... grow up in cincinnati i don't give a fuck about that? skyline chili Those motherfuckers will nut over the pure mention of Skyline.
1: This is a little bit of advice to anybody who, like, listens to us and is a musician. Just talk about Skyline Chili. You'll get so many fans in Cincy.
2: Can you just, like... No. If you play in Cincinnati, just rename one of the songs for that night to Skyline Chili. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Just, I don't know, sword (laughs) swallower.
0: Yeah, sure. Pokemon. Fido. Fido. I like, uh... (laughs) What generation is this? Eight. Eight. Gen eight th- or Gen nine, maybe. I don't know. Uh, let me look at. Vito uh- Lechungus. <laughs> Lechonk, <laughs> Lechungus. They uh, so they put out a new trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. You can ride the legendary Pokemon like a motorcycle, but it still has feet. Well, in. In Scarlet, it's, it runs on its feet. In Violet, the blue one uses, like, the wheels. But the red one kind of has wheels, too? I don't know. <laughs> but What it... fan game is this? <laughs> what do you mean, what fan game? It is the ninth generation of Pokemon video games. Bro. <laughs> they showed off a new Paldea variant, Wooper. Because we all needed a Wooper. I actually, I like Wooper
1: as Pokemon, because it always has that, like, goofy-ass shocked face.
0: Yeah, they just made him the color brown, and like, oh, changed his Whopper. little antennas. No, it's whooper. It's two O's. No, I mean, like,
2: the, the the brown one is just a Whopper. You know, like the candy.
0: <laughs> Look at them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're friends. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I kind of like the memes that are coming out of the new Pokemon, and just, like, all the animations.
0: Yeah. I feel like if they use the mechanics from Arceus in this game, it's going to be really fucking good. Because if you look at the... Like, um... The trainer using the legendaries to, like, get around, it's essentially the same kind of functions from Legends Arceus, where you have, like, the bird Pokemon that lets you glide, or you have... You ride the deer Pokemon. But instead, it's just all the same Pokemon doing it. (laughs) Which is cool. Uh, they... I don't think they've shown, like, gameplay gameplay. So I don't know if it's even known what type of game it's going to be at this point. But I am really, you know, crossing my fingers for a Legends Arceus type of experience.
1: I'm crossing my fingers, so it's going to be like poking.
0: <laughs> I doubt <Pocken>. it. <laughs> Damn. Pokken.
2: Oh, po- pokin. Pokken. Tekken.
1: Yeah. Just give me Pokemon Tekken again. Pokin.
0: Have either of you guys
2: played that? Yeah, I got. when I had a Wii U. <laughs> yeah,
1: I haven't played it, but it does look cool. Yeah, it's just like Tekken, but not not as good.
0: Uh, all right, we've recorded for a long-ass time. Thanks for yeah. listening. Uh, we appreciate you. If you want to subscribe, like, follow us on you know podcasting services, give us five stars. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, and we'll see you next week on Monday, as always. And, and if we don't fuck you i think this is the 32nd episode so once is we it? once we cross 32 we're passing the curse
2: man i can't even count that high <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah i don't got
0: enough fingers or toes